You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Welcome to another episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. I am your host and your podcast producer, Emily Milling, and today we're talking about audience engagement tricks to boost your podcast downloads. So if you're wondering why the number of listens aren't going up, maybe you need to focus on audience engagement to boost your podcast downloads. And in this episode, I'm going to help you create a plan to increase listens per episode and some actionable steps to implement right away. Because what would this be if not a podcast of action? We take action here. That's what we do. We're doers. It's great. I love it. Okay. All right. Before I get into the content, I want to share an amazing listener review from Car C, who says, the best podcast tips. Emily's podcasting tips are legit. She has a resource for just about anything you'd want to know. Her podcast is packed with so much value that if you're thinking about starting your own podcast and you don't subscribe, you are doing yourself and your upcoming podcast a disservice. Well, isn't that just the kindest thing I have ever read? That is so sweet. I'm really, really glad that I have been able to create so many resources to help you with your podcast. And I would love to feature you on an upcoming episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you leave me a written review over on Apple Podcasts, I will read it out to the world and let everybody know. So head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a rating and a written review, and you might just be featured on an upcoming episode. So speaking of listener reviews and audience engagement, without a doubt, listener reviews are the easiest way to increase audience engagement. Not only is it super, super simple for your listeners to leave a written review, it's also very simple for you to record yourself reading a whole bunch of them and then add one per episode, thanking your listeners for the review by name. You can hit back on your podcast app and listen to an example of that just a few minutes ago. Uh, This strategy worked really well for my partner, Justin DeClue, on his podcast, The Important Cinema Club. So as he was growing his Patreon subscriber base, and for those of you who don't know, Patreon is a subscription crowdfunding platform where people can donate a dollar amount per month for extra perks like bonus episodes. So he thanked new Patreon subscribers as they joined. Hearing other people's names being read out on the show prompted more subscribers to join because there's nothing like hearing your favorite podcaster talking about you and thanking you in an episode. It's pretty awesome. So here's how you're going to get more listener reviews. Always ask at the beginning and the end of each episode. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you do hear me say this a lot. And I do this because I want you to get used to the idea of asking people for reviews. It's not pushy. Trust me. People forget and reminding them is helpful. You can also run contests. I did this at the start of the month. So you can give your listeners a time frame, usually like one week to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and then draw a name at random to win a prize. The prize could be a gift card or access to an offer that you provide, really anything that would benefit your listeners in some sort of meaningful, impactful way. The next way to boost your audience engagement is to create a community. It's not enough to just post an audiogram on social media and disappear you need to create a community of engaged followers. Kirsten Jordan lays it all out so clearly for you in episode 30 of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. It's all about creating value for your community. 
talking to them on social media and sharing your podcast as a resource for them. You know, if they have a question for you, if they're in your DMs and they're like, well, how does it work if I record on Zoom? You can send an episode of you talking about how Zoom is a terrible place to record your podcasts. Other ways to cultivate your social media community to get more downloads on your podcast would be to respond to comments on new episode drops when you post about them. Don't ignore people. You can also take note of the people who are commenting, liking, viewing all of your content and make it a point to engage with their content. Comment on their posts. Start conversations with them. It's all about community, baby. Another idea could be to do a collab with another podcaster that shares a similar audience. So, for example, Kirsten Jordan and I could do a collab on content strategy. My angle would be podcasting. Hers would be social media. So, like a Venn diagram, our audiences overlap. And then we can both use the recording to share in our own feeds. After that, you know, we could promote it everywhere we want to, but a really fun way to promote it could be to go live on Instagram to promote the episode. This gives you and your podcaster pal an opportunity to answer questions for each other's audiences and grow your reach together. It's a total win-win. Really get to expand your reach this way. Something that I think people don't use enough of is audience surveys. And this is a really classic marketing technique and one that I think a lot of people shy away from. I really don't know why. Market research surveys, for whatever reason, just get a really bad rap. Maybe because they're always calling it dinner. I don't know. But there's no more dinner time anymore, is there? Really? I mean, there is, and it's right now, and I'm still recording. I really want to go eat chili. Okay, I'm going to keep recording. That's fine. We were talking about surveys. Yes, But we were talking about surveys and why people don't like them. But the thing is, how else can you truly determine what your audience wants unless you straight up ask them? So you're going to create a survey. I'm going to give you a list of a couple questions that are going to kick you off in a second. You're going to create your survey. You're going to share it out over the course of a week to collect as many responses as possible and do this at least once a year or if not every six months to make sure you're keeping up with your listeners' preferences. You could also use the survey sticker in Instagram stories if most of your listeners are already on there and just do one question at a time once a month, once a week, whatever it is. Here are some questions to include. What do you like about the show? What would you like to hear more of on the show? What would you like to hear less of on the show? Approximately, how long do you prefer podcast episodes to be? 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 4 hours, 4 and a half hours? It's very long. When do you listen to your podcasts? So as I work, during exercise, during chores, etc. This is going to help give you more insights because people are always asking me, how long should a podcast episode be? And every single time I respond with, who's in your audience? This is how you find out. By doing that market research, by doing the survey. And again, remember to do this every once in a while, like every six months if you can, because your audience's preferences are going to change. The world is going to change. The world is an ever-changing beast of majesty. Okay, next, you're going to respond to messages. This goes without saying, but it's so, so important to respond to your listeners, whether it's on a social post, via DM, or if they reply to an email that you sent out promoting the episode, always make sure to reply to them and to thank them for listening. 
You can also encourage them to send you messages directly. Lots of podcasts use this technique and it's very, very effective. All you have to do is ask listeners to send you an email to a designated email address so that you can read it out on your podcast. Again, it's so powerful to hear your favorite podcasters reading your own words. So why not? You could also ask listeners to send in voice recordings to ask their questions or even to leave you a voicemail if you know how to download a voicemail. I don't actually, but I guess you could do that. I prefer doing like the voice memo style. Then you can respond live to it in an episode and hey, guess what? That's what I'm asking you to do today because I do want to learn more about your podcasting challenges. So What I'd love for you to do after you take your earbuds out today is send me a voice memo recording with your question and I will feature it on an upcoming episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. So you're just gonna hear yourself on my podcast and it's gonna be super cool. And you're gonna see just how effective it is to include your audience in your content. It is so helpful, it's so powerful. Overall, what I want you to take away from this episode is that even if you feel like there's nothing really moving the needle on your downloads, on your content, there are different things that you can do and you can implement throughout the year to increase your audience engagement. It's mostly important to keep in mind though that The people that are engaging with you are your dedicated followers. Number of downloads can really be attributed to literally anything. Your audience size, your general reach overall, maybe the niche that you've chosen. If you feel like the number is too low or you're comparing yourself to other people, just remember that you are having a really huge impact on however many people are downloading and listening to your podcast every single week. Those are the people that you really, truly want to serve. So make sure that you are reaching out to them and engaging with them on a consistent, ongoing basis. Honestly, I can't stress this enough. This is so important. Wait, what's going on? What's happening? What's... Wait, could it be a new segment where I, Emily Milling, come to your podcast question rescue. I answer the questions of those who need it the most. Those who have ventured far beyond to send me a voice memo over Instagram DMs. What will I answer today? That's enough of that. Okay, today we've got a question from Nia Lee from Socially Media Agency, the coolest cat of all cats ever created. Actually, she's a human. She's a very cool human. I will make sure you know who she is in the show notes. Okay, here's your question. What are your top three non-negotiables when you are starting a podcast or even just trying to keep the momentum when it comes to creating a podcast on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? My three non-negotiables for a question that has 800 parts. Okay, Nia, you're making me work for this. That's fine because I love you and you're great. And thank you so much for sending in this question. My three non-negotiables. When you're putting your podcast together, you should have a marketing plan because you can't put something out into the world and just expect it to go be out there and do its job and let it just bring everything into you. Um, You put in what you get, you get out what you put in. That's the saying, you get out what you put into it. So I always recommend that people have some sort of a launch plan that includes partners that you're going to be sharing your content with. Uh, People who you know will go and listen to the podcast as soon as it's out. They can go leave reviews. They're going to help amp it up for you. Um, That is a really huge essential piece. 
Another piece is making sure that you're batch recording. Of course, everybody who's listened to this podcast already knows how much I love batch recording. And you know what the great thing about batch recording is? I get to now come in and randomly answer questions and not have to worry about it because I already have all my podcast episodes recorded. So I can come in and do fun segments like this. But this is also absolutely essential if you don't want your brand new amazing podcast to be subject to pod fade. And that is what happens when people totally burn out. The way to avoid pod fade is to batch your episodes. So batch write your scripts or your outlines, batch record, batch edit batch market, everything. Just do it in chunks because that way it's not like a scramble every single week to figure out like, well, what am I supposed to do next? I don't really know. How should I organize everything? What should I even be talking about? Um, That is like, it's so easy to fall into that. I have fallen into that myself many times. My improv podcast is in, it's in a state of disarray, dear friends, because we just got burnt out on it. Like we did far too much, far too fast. Um, So this most sustainable way to have a successful and consistent podcast is to batch record, do four episodes at a time, if at all possible. I guess sometimes you could do two. No, you know what? You know what? This is my podcast and I'm making the rules on my podcast. I think you should batch record four or more. It just makes your life so much easier. Okay, my third absolute essential is that you should always, always ask people to rate, review, and subscribe because how else are you going to get those juicy screenshots that you can then share out on social media telling everyone how much other people love your podcast? Am I right? Seriously? Also, it's very, very helpful for the algorithms to pick up your show and promote it more in various feeds. So there you have it, Nia. I hope that helps. This is applicable to launching your podcast and continuing your podcast so that you don't have pod fade. And I know everyone out there has beautiful, wonderful, important voices, and I don't want you to lose them to some evil sea witch woman who is an octopus also, or to pod fade. Both of those are serious threats to our dear, dear voices. Alrighty. That's it for Emily Answers Your Podcast Questions. And that's it. That is a wrap on Ultimate Podcast Marketing. Again, if you have a question, send me a voice memo. Send me a voice memo of you asking your question. I'm going to feature it on an upcoming episode. And you can you can send me a DM on Instagram with a voice memo. I can download those. So it's at the underscore ultimate creative. You can send me a voice memo on there. You can record yourself and send it by email to emily at the ultimate creative.com. I don't know how to download a voicemail, so I would not recommend calling me. But also, I never answer my phone because I am a Scorpio and I just don't like to do it. So the best way to get a hold of me and ask me your questions is either by email or on Instagram. Anyway, I hope you have a fantastic week ahead. And if you found this episode helpful and valuable, I would love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. It's going to help more listeners and more podcasters just like you to find this show so that they can also implement amazing audience engagement strategies. Okay, lovely darlings, I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed the show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you left a written review and star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. This podcast was produced by me, Emily Milling, and edited by Laura Clark. And if you're looking for a podcast production team, look no further, darlings. We've got you covered. Head on over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting. You can also find us over on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative. 